Thanks for the wolf whistle. Wasn't my wife. Suddenly things have got... Thank you. There it is. Uh, suddenly all got a bit awkward. Uh, so I need that in a minute. I need that in a minute. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We're good. Great to see you all. You all okay? Yeah, okay, good. That's, 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 uh, that's, that's fine. Well, this is our um, back-back service. A bit like when you go out, out, as opposed to going out. Are oh, we going out, out? So we're, we're back, back. It's not like we haven't been back. We haven't really been anywhere. Um, and some of us, we have had the pleasure and slight oddness at times of being here pretty much every single Sunday, even when it was about five of us in the whole building, um, and literally someone behind a camera and someone up there and all that kind of thing, and literally speaking to a camera. In fact, the very first week that we went into... Um, went into lockdown about where Nick's foot is just there. We literally had a tripod with a phone on it and we just like spoke into the phone. Hello out there. Like all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> anyway, just a few, uh, a few things to get us going, uh, really. And I want to start by just um, telling you a little bit about uh, what's been going on for me, particularly. So it's quite a personal um, talk. It's not really a talk as part of a series or anything. This is really just to help get us going as we then are going to go into a, a much longer time of worship and responding to God and enjoying him. So I'm not massively into personality profiling. I don't know about you. I'm okay with it. I don't like the way some people see it as it defines who they are. I don't really like that. But nevertheless, it can give you... Um, quite a bit of insight about your, uh, yourself at times and the way God has created you. So Myers-Briggs, just put your hands up if you've ever done Myers-Briggs at all. Okay, many people, okay. So I am an ENFJ. Um, <clears throat> I'm called a protagonist. And this is what it says of me. When you go to the 16 Personalities website, look up an ENFJ, this is the first thing it says. Protagonists feel called to serve a greater purpose in life. Thoughtful, idealistic, these personality types strive to have a positive impact on other people and the world around them. They rarely shy away from an opportunity to do the right thing, even when doing so is far from easy. Protagonists are born leaders, which explains why these personalities can be found among among many notable politicians, coaches, and teachers, <clears throat> their passion and charisma allow them to inspire others, not just in their careers, but in every arena of their lives, including their relationships. Few things bring protagonists a deeper sense of joy and fulfillment than guiding friends and loved ones to grow into their best selves. Like, well, that's not bad. Considering whoever wrote this doesn't know me, like, that's pretty good going. But I want to be really honest with you and say that this last season has honestly been very brutal. And I would say that I have been at my lowest ebb that I have for many years and definitely my lowest sense of job satisfaction. As, if you like, an ENFJ, the rally cry goes out to say, come on, we can do this. There's a job to be done. And instead, that sound of my voice has just echoed 
around. As people have been on lockdown physically, lockdown many for many people, to some extent lockdown emotionally too. <clears throat> We've had so many challenges, Nick and I and our family, over this last season, even recently into the summer, so many things. Even we had a power cut. And then you realise we're the only house in the street that's got a power cut. And then the man comes out at two o'clock in the morning and says, it's not good news. It's not the fuse in your house. We're going to have to dig up your pavement. But for now, don't worry, because we'll bring a massive generator and we'll put it just around the corner and we'll send a big fat cable through your letterbox and give you some electricity. For which we were grateful, I must add. We had our car charger suddenly go wrong for no reason that we could think of. Even this week, Mads, um, our youngest, first day at Towers, two hours in, and has to get collected from her classroom because of a positive lateral flow that later was ruled out by a negative PCR. For anyone watching in 20 years' time, that's about COVID. (laughs) We've had many fostering challenges and and we're really grateful to the people here who have offered us so much support. Have I wondered whether I'm still called to this? Yeah, too right. Have I wondered whether it's time to hand over to someone else and whether Nick and I have done everything asked of us in Ashford? Yeah, we've wondered that too. I would say in this last season, I've wrestled more with anger insecurity and dented hope than I have for many years. I've been irritable at times, haven't always been seeing with a sharpness of vision that I normally would. For me, I've had tears at times that have felt on the edge but won't easily come. I've felt guilt that I'm not a better son to Father God and the voice of, you call yourself a pastor, has been louder than ever. My Bible has sat unopened on the side for days in a row. Prayers at times have felt like they just bounce off the ceiling. I've lost some of my appetite for reading and discovering. I don't read novels. I read books about the Father Heart of God. I read books about how to see a town transformed for Jesus. I read those kind of books. But instead, I've preferred books and articles that can't leave me disappointed. Worship music for me, which is always such a go-to, at times over this last season has honestly just started sounding ordinary. So am I depressed? No, I'm not depressed. Am I okay? Yeah, I'm all right. You don't sound it. No, I I am. So why am I telling you this? Certainly not for sympathy, and I I rarely do self-pity. But I do want you to know that if you are feeling or have been feeling like this, then it's okay, and there's hope. We went on holiday... um, a couple of weeks ago, we were on holiday in Shropshire with the family, and I went off for a walk. 
And I decided, right, God, you're going to listen to me for a while. <laughs> it's really good of him. Um, and, and, and he did. <clears throat> and I basically told God, this is why I'm still following you. Okay, you need to know this. I'm still following you because there is nothing else in my life that makes the most amount of sense than your kingdom coming. If I can't, if I can't have faith and trust and believe that your kingdom coming, that your rule and reign, your way of doing things up there, having an impact down here, if I can't believe that can happen, then I can't see anything else honestly worth living for. Oh, you're feeling suicidal. No, I'm not. Not in the slightest. I'm saying there is nothing else worth living for. Oh, but Chris, you could become the best at this. You could become the best pianist ever. So what? It's not going to happen either, but... You could become the fastest runner. And there is nothing else. I said to God, there is nothing else. I've got the option of following. I even said to him, right now, God, I don't even really feel like I'm following you because I want to. I'm following you because I can't help the fact that two add two equals God. I'm following you, God, because you are the only one that makes sense of what we see down here. And that's why I'm following you. So I'm going to do my best to read this. It is tiny in Nick's Bible. I'm kidding, it's not that bad. The Lord is my light and my salvation, so whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. What have I got to be afraid of? And this was how my walk went, really. It wasn't something that was um, amazing. I didn't hear heaven speak. The ground didn't shake. But God and I did some business. So if you have been feeling like that, sometimes feel like this, are feeling like this, I just want to give you a few pointers. Um, Here's the first one. Don't make decisions. When you're feeling like this, don't make decisions unless you have to. Because you'll probably make bad ones. It's at times like this that people sometimes decide, I'm leaving my marriage. At times like this, people sometimes say, I'm having a holiday and I'm putting the whole lot on the credit card. I know it's going to take me 17 years to pay it off, but I just need to do it. That's it. I'm changing jobs. I'm resigning. I'm doing something else. Or perhaps the worst one. I'm going to get a tattoo. <laughs> there are a couple of things that we, we go by in our house. Keep going ahead until told otherwise. You keep going ahead. That's what they do in a driving, when you have your driving test. They'll say, keep going ahead until told otherwise. Another way of saying that is old orders are good orders until there are new orders. 
So I would encourage you, if you're feeling like this, or when you, if you have seasons like this, don't make big decisions unless you absolutely have to. Next one. Don't think that this time is wasted. <clears throat> you can feel like, what is the point of this? I'm not really feeling it. I'm struggling. I'm not doing this. and These kind of things that go through. Don't ever think that God isn't able to use this time and God isn't using this time. It's not like God is saying, as a dad, well, you're making an absolute dog's dinner of this, but, okay, leave it with me. I'll see what I can do to recover something. How about if God has led you into this season? Ooh, I'm not sure how we feel theologically about that. You can read Psalms for a bit. And yes, thanks be to God who always leads us in triumphal procession and through us spreads everywhere the fragrance of the knowledge of Jesus says Paul in his letters. Absolutely true. And just because I am and have been feeling at times a bit like this doesn't mean I can't spread the fragrance of Jesus. I've got a book at home and I couldn't find it anywhere, so this is not the book, so I won't bother showing you the front cover. But the book is this fat. And we look for it upstairs, can't find it anywhere. It's by a guy called Frank Damazio. And it's called The Making of a Leader. And the book, from cover to cover, is some of the tests that God will take you through in fashioning you as a leader. It is really heavy reading. (laughs) Especially as you go through and think, I haven't had that test yet. Oh, I haven't had that test yet. So when we're talking about testing, God never tests us in the sense of, I want to see what you're going to get out of 10. Here's question one. It's not that kind of test. It's more like a firing of a pot. Think more about a firing of a pot in a kiln. Whatever test God could possibly give us, he already knows the answer anyway. It's not for his benefit. So I would encourage you, don't think this time is wasted. I'm telling you, God is up to something in your life. If you're feeling like this, God is up to something. doesn't mean he wants you to be feeling like this, but he's still up to something. And I've written down here, make like a tree, which means, don't grow leaves, it means be bendy. (laughs) That's what it means in seasons like this. Like, you know, just, it's okay. It's okay just to move around a bit. It's like, don't have to be absolutely rigid. You know, God isn't going to splutter on his morning tea and fall off his throne because you didn't read your Bible this morning. God just adores it that you're still following him and you still want him. And this is probably the biggest one. And if I have seen one person do this, I must have seen 500. And it's this. Don't spin off. I see so many people do this. And I can tell you now, you are allowed to say this to me, but there is going to be a follow-up question. If anyone says to me, I just don't feel very connected at the moment. That's because we haven't been doing anything. Of course you don't feel connected. 
You haven't seen anyone. So we've had people actually complaining, essentially. Like, of course, I get it. Oh, I just don't feel very connected. Well, out of interest, when did you last go to a circle? I don't go to a circle. So did you, have you been to a Sunday at all? No, 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 no. And I tried online. I didn't really like it online. So basically you haven't connected in any way and you're feeling disconnected. Oh, I wonder what's going on. I, I, just, I just can't. Keep turning up. Sometimes if there's an advantage to being the, 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 the pastor. There's a disadvantage, believe me, at times. But one of the advantages is you have to keep turning up. It's my job. So even if I'm not in the mood, even if I might be struggling, even if I'm looking at my Bible and go, just to make sure there's no dust on the surface of it, even if it's in that kind of a season, God says, well, I haven't gone anywhere. So if you're willing just to keep stepping into that place, I'm just going to keep using you. And you need to know, don't blame other people and hang on to resentment. It's so easy in a season like this to get the ache with other people. It's not their fault that God's doing something in you. God's not angry with you. God's not disappointed in you. So would I have spun off if I weren't the pastor? I hope not. Keep turning up. Keep leaning in. Let me ask you this question. What else are you planning on leaning into to see the full range of colours come back into your life? If you can think of something else that you can lean into, then go for it. I'm telling you, it's empty. There is nothing else you can lean into other than how much the Father loves you that will see the full range of colours come back into your life. I've said here, and I'm slightly overrunning, apologies. Without God, I have nothing to live for. He gives me the very breath in my body. The blessings all mine and 10,000 beside, as great as thy faithfulness is. The job is given me to do. The longing to see people's lives better than they are. Poverty broken, despair gone. Identities secure in God. Shame destroyed. People living out who they were called to be. I can't find any of those answers anywhere else I can't go to a clinic to find out my gender I have to go to my maker to know my gender I know controversy look at it he just grabs it like a nettle I'm not going to find that answer at a clinic I'm not going to find who I was born to be by looking at horoscopes These answers can only ever be found by turning to the one who created in the first place. I mean, honestly, I look and I say, what other options do I have? Take up Buddhism? Lose myself in alcohol, drugs, or a multitude of addictions? Absolutely not. He has won my heart and remains the only option for me. See, clouds eventually will blow over. And until then, light and heat can still be seen and felt. He hasn't gone anywhere, and so neither will I. 
Nothing can separate me from his love. And I don't have to be feeling it for that to be true. So actually, what's going on for me at the moment is God is shaping me, and to some degree Nick, but it's Nick's story to tell, not mine. But he is shaping me into a leader who can welcome and steward what God is looking to do next in the lives of people in this precious town. We have to realise that so often we are the project and God is saying, I'm looking to pour out the new wine. I'm looking to pour out the thing you keep praying for. I'm looking to pour out the thing that you long for to see the transformation that you would love to see happen. But I need to do a bit of work in you first because if not, this thing that I'm about to pour out will either kill you or you'll go bang. That's what God's doing in me through this season and has been doing. So as we close, look at this from Psalm 27. David has already said, better is one day in your courts and a thousand elsewhere. But he says this, I remain confident of this. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord. Be strong. Take heart and wait for him. So as if I'm going to ask, um, yeah, just some of the band. Just Kirsten for now. Whatever. However you want to do it. But I would love to ask you to be brave. <clears throat> and if this If what I've said has at all resonated with you from age 8 to 80 and beyond, then I would love you just to stand up now because I'd like to pray for you. So we don't need any music or anything. If this sounds like you and you're like, I I get this, I felt like this, then please stand. If you're at home, you can stand too. I appreciate we can't see you. But God can. And we're just going to invite... We're just going to invite the Holy Spirit to continue to work. Maybe just put your hands out. Maybe it's the best you've been able to do today is get here and turn up. Do you have any idea what, as a dad, Father God thinks of that? That when it's costing you so much even to walk into the building and be a part of this, when actually maybe you just want to hide under your duvet? Do you know how much that must make his day? If you're feeling any butterflies or anything in your tummy, anything like that, then maybe you need to be standing if you're not. Let's just keep our eyes closed a minute.
Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father. You, you don't abandon us when we don't feel it. You never go anywhere. You're right there. We're just in no hurry. Just wait in this place a moment. Flood this place and fill the atmosphere. Your glory, God, is what our hearts long for. To be overcome by your presence. Lord, let's sing that again. And Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. Come flood this place and fill the atmosphere. Your glory, God, is what our hearts long for. To be overcome by your presence Lord and again let's sing and Holy Spirit you are welcome here come flood this place and fill the atmosphere your glory God is what our hearts long for to be overcome by your presence. Lord, let's sing it again. Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. Come flood this place and fill the atmosphere. Your glory, God, is what our hearts long for. To be overcome by your presence, Lord. Thank you, God. To be overcome. I thank you, God, that you are worthy of our praise. You are worth our praise, even when we may feel rubbish. We may feel disconnected. We may feel low. We may feel out of it. Yet still, I will praise you. We will praise you. Thank you, God. We don't have to be feeling it to be knowing it.
And I thank you, Father, that you smile this morning. I would encourage you to turn to someone who stood up near you and just pray for them. Just say, come, Holy Spirit. Just ask them, do you mind if I just put my hand on your shoulder or just something? If they say no, that's fine. Just pray for them. I would encourage you, not necessarily your spouse, if you need to, go off and find someone. We've got time. Go and find someone. Just say, more, Lord. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Don't leave anybody stood there. It may be that you feel you need prayer, but maybe go and give some prayer. Just more, Lord. More, Lord. More, Lord. While we're praying, let's have the band up, shall we? Unless you're praying, in which case, don't worry, you carry on. Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. More, Lord, increase your presence here. Destroy the shame that people might be feeling. Lift off any despair, God. Keep praying. Just keep praying for people. Keep praying. Keep praying. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. If you're feeling tears there, do just let them flow. If that's what's going on for you, that's okay. We've got loads of tissues and even more sleeves, so go for it. Maybe you feel like you want to kneel almost and just surrender to him, recommit, whatever. I picture some people just wanting to kneel. Is there anyone not yet receiving prayer would love to? Just please pop your hand up. Someone will come round. I thank you, God, that you set yourself up as father, not a great potentate, not a dictator, but as a dad. We thank you for family. Thank you that you invite us in. You have chosen us appointed us you comfort us you give us your name thank you Jesus thank you Jesus thanks for listening to our podcast today and we hope you enjoyed it for more information visit ashfordvineyard.org or maybe drop into something if you're nearby. In the meantime, have a great week and know just how loved you are.